Hey friend, welcome back to the show. We can feel a sense of urgency to hurry up and fix the estrangement. Maybe there's even a thought there that if you let it go on too long, you'll never get your son or daughter back. I am an estrangement coach and a good coach is willing to tell you things you don't necessarily want to hear when it helps you get what you truly want. And today I want to tell you that there are some things you need to do before you try to repair the estrangement. That might not be what you want to hear because of course you want to end the pain and repair the estrangement. But rushing past these things is a sure way to sabotage yourself and ruin your efforts to end the estrangement with your child. Let's talk about 10 things to do before trying to fix the estrangement. Hey friend, Welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult-child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, friend. Thank you for joining me today. I have been so blessed by hearing from several of you that the show is helping you in big ways or that you never miss an episode. And I want you to know that I am honored to be part of your healing and deliverance journey. I know many of us mamas who encounter estrangement from our adult children have a personality type of being a fixer. I know that I have that personality type. Do you? We tend to be solution seekers. There's a problem and we want to get to the heart of it and apply the solution as quickly as possible, right? Sometimes though, we need to slow down a little and put some foundational things into place before we dive into repairing our family relationship. Even though your heart is aching to end the estrangement, you want to build the repair on a solid foundation. That is biblical. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through 10 things to do before you try to fix the family estrangement from your child. So let's dive in. Number one, Spend intentional alone time with God every day. Whether it's at the beginning of your day or right before bed, maybe it's midday in the car when you're on lunch break at work, whatever works for your lifestyle, make time to be alone with God every single day. Pray, read the Bible, praise God for being who he is. Ask the questions that you have about what to do next and sit in silence for a bit, and really listen for his answers. Number two, get a journal and start writing in it. 
journaling is a powerful way to move the thoughts that are inside your mind outside of your physical body. Inside of your journal, you can begin to explore your feelings and quote unquote say the things that would be detrimental to say out loud to your actual child. That goes a long way to healing the trauma, the pain, and the anger that come with estrangement. Make sure, though, that your journal is kept in a private place, maybe even a locked drawer, because you don't want it falling into the wrong hands. You want to be comfortable in your journal to express anything that's on your mind or your heart. Number three, schedule regular massages. Massage can be as effective as therapy. Did you know that? We hold trauma experiences, and memories inside of our muscles and bodies. Regular massages can help you release trapped emotions and keep your emotional health in better balance. It's also self-care, and that communicates to your subconscious mind that you're still worth taking care of, even if your adult child chooses to estrange. Number four, get the correct support. When I was first going through estrangement with my adult daughter, I did not even know there was such a thing as an estrangement coach. And there still are not a lot of us out there. If you want someone coming from a Christian perspective, the options become even more narrow. Whether you choose to go the route of a therapist or a coach, make sure that person is specifically trained and experienced with adult child estrangement, family reconciliation, and trauma. Also, make sure they're coming from a Bible-aligned Christian perspective. That makes a big difference because you don't ever want to take guidance from someone who's in a place you don't want to be. I tried working with a therapist who was not of a Christian perspective, and it just didn't work well for me. I felt judged, misunderstood, and like the atmosphere was not an emotionally safe space. You might have a totally different experience but that was my experience working with a secular therapist. If you want guidance and support from someone who's trained and has walked through estrangement and reconciliation and comes from a Christian perspective, I can help you. Email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com and let me know that you want to do a free consultation call to talk about estrangement coaching. Let's move forward to number five. Begin a gratitude practice. Now, you might be raising an eyebrow at me right now because it may seem like the wrong time to suggest thankfulness when you've just been dealt a hard blow with your child choosing to go no contact. But hear me on this. This is actually the exact time that you most need to do a gratitude practice. A regular gratitude practice shows God your obedience even in hard times. Sis, the world can be thankful when everything is going great, but we need to do better than the world. We need to find gratitude even in hard times. Also, a regular gratitude practice helps you sleep better, handle stress better, and improves your emotional resiliency. You can start with just writing one thing you're thankful for every day. Try that for at least 90 days and watch what happens. Number six, do something creative. Did you know that a creative practice improves your ability to find solutions to problems? 
and a 2016 study in the Journal of Positive Psychology supported earlier findings that a creative practice can increase positive emotions, reduce depressive symptoms, lower anxiety, and even improve your immune system. You don't have to be a painter or have traditional artistic talent to have a creative practice. You might crochet or knit, do culinary arts, or color in an adult coloring book. One of my clients loves scrapbooking. There are many ways to be creative. Number seven, take walks outside. Walking outside is good for your physical health, but it's also good for your mind and your soul. There is something about being in nature and having some time to just breathe in fresh air and clear your mind. Walking has a positive influence on your HPA axis, which is your body's central nervous response system. If you are going through estrangement, your central nervous system has been heavily taxed. This is so important. So when you can, take a walk outside. Number eight, slow down and feel your feelings. When clients work with me, one of the first things we do is slow down the chaotic thoughts and exhale. We work on feeling their feelings. We have become a microwave culture where we want fast fixes and we try to rush past our uncomfortable feelings. Do you know what that creates? It creates open trauma loops where you did not fully experience closure and the feelings stay in the background of your body and your mind. Trying to repair your relationship with your child when you have those open trauma loops, it's like trying to build a tall structure on a cracked foundation. It's going to fall down. So slow down, allow the feelings to come, cry when you want to cry, scream into a pillow, punch the pillow in its face if needed. And going back to my earlier point about getting the right support, I'm mentioning that again here. Get the support you need to properly process your feelings. We tend to spend upwards of $1,000 on an iPhone. One client told me she spent almost $1,000 on a new toilet. We need to normalize investing in our emotional and mental well-being. Number nine, practice compassion for your child. Jesus died for us while we were sinners. Has your estranged child hurt you? You better believe it. Can you still feel compassion for them? Yes, you absolutely can. Take a few minutes a couple times a week. Close your eyes and just envision your child. Feel love. Feel compassion. Really feel it in your body. Feel your heart expand and your ribs open up. Think about how much you value them and allow yourself to consider that they must be in a lot of pain or turmoil to have chosen estrangement. Detach from your pain and the anger of it just for a moment and feel compassion instead. Number 10, practice compassion for yourself. Your child is not the only one who needs compassion. You need it too. During estrangement and reconciliation, you might get texts or have conversations that bring up some really hurtful things, things you never thought your child would think or say about you. Maybe you will feel guilt, shame, or a deep sense of regret. 
I was a mom who made some big mistakes. I did some stuff very well and other stuff, I messed it up. And for a while, it's normal and okay to sit with the guilt. I did that. But also sit with compassion for yourself. If you're here listening to this podcast episode, I think that shows that you love your child. Moms who don't love their children don't care to spend their time listening to someone talk about the stuff that we talk about on this show. So you probably mostly did the best you knew how from where you were at the time. And you made some mistakes along the way because you're human. That does not mean that your mistakes didn't hurt your child, but your child can be hurt and you can feel compassion around that and love for yourself and compassion for you all at the same time. See, often what our brain tells us is an or problem is actually an and situation. So feel compassion for your child and for you. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who can be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.